Welcome to Clear the Clutter. My name is Margaret, and this podcast is where I give you practical and spiritual advice to get your time back so you can finally spend it how you really want. Hello, hello, and welcome back to season two of Clear the Clutter podcast. My name is Margaret Stevens. If this is the first time you're listening, if you are a avid listener, welcome back. I'm excited to start season two. Um, And apparently we're going to start season two off on a high note. Um, We are talking about today how to rest during a pandemic or a stressful event. So if you're not listening to this in real time, um, currently right now as I'm recording the podcast, we are under lockdown during the coronavirus. And basically, depending on if you are an essential worker or not, you are going to have different... um, accesses to things. So you're going to have different restrictions as to where you can go, what you can do, how often can you be outside, things like that. So one thing I was thinking of as I was doing my morning walk with the dogs was that right now, what is it that we actually need? Um, I didn't need to teach you about managing money. I didn't need to teach about managing your to-do list or getting ahead at work or anything like that. Um, I had the idea that we need to actually talk about how to rest during this pandemic or to that point, all of these tools apply during an extremely stressful event. So um, if you have a family member that's going through something extreme like cancer, or maybe you're going through something like that, or um, a death in the family, I'm talking like really, really big stuff, not the little things of where I got a little bit stressed out at work and my feeling, you know, I've got hurt filioma, as we like to call it. Um, I'm talking about massive events in your life. So all of these tips apply, whether it's during Corona or not. Um, And right now, I really think that's what all of us need a little bit more. We need a little bit more restorative practices in our life so that we can manage all of this. Because if we can't manage all of this, then we get stressed out. Then if we get stressed out too often, our immune system gets compromised. So let me just dive right into it. If you are stressed out 24-7, your immune system gets compromised. Um, Basically, I read the statistic a while ago that when you are under a stressful event, your body actually burns through almost double the amount of vitamin C that you would normally need because it's trying to protect your immune system against the threat. So if you're constantly stressed out, aka the coronavirus or something catastrophic is going on, your body's going to need more vitamin C. But there's also other little things that you can do. So in this episode, basically, I'm going to talk about sleeping. We're going to talk about some vitamins that I've been using to keep my immune system strong. And then I'm going to talk about the two different types of activities that you can use to flush anxiety out of your body. So jumping right into it, um, let's talk about sleep first. Sleep is extremely underrated, and it's one of those things that... It's one of the easiest things we can do. It's pretty much free, um, and yet all of us take it for granted. So the thing I have learned over the years when I have had catastrophic events happen to me pre-corona was that I needed to get as close to eight hours of sleep as possible. Now, I currently use um, a tracking device at night to monitor my sleep, my blood pressure, and a couple of other things. Um, But you could use a Fitbit, you could use your phone, uh, you could look at a clock. It doesn't, you know, you don't have to be super techie about it. But I want you to start writing down how many hours of sleep you're actually getting. 
Um, I like my app just because I can't lie to myself. Um, I like to go to bed and read a little bit before I actually go to sleep. So I may think, oh yeah, I'm getting eight or nine hours of sleep. And in reality, I'm getting six because I'm staying up and reading too much. So like I said, I'm a big fan of the apps, but I would start with actually seeing how much sleep you're getting at night. So for example, um, before I really started paying attention to it, I would average between six and seven hours of sleep at night. And then I would wake up in the morning and I'd be grumpy and I'd be crabby and my brain wouldn't be able to process stuff. And it would take forever. And I would need three cups of coffee instead of one cup of coffee. And I would wonder, you know, why am I so crabby? But the worst part would be that because I'm one of those people that needs a ton of sleep, I would on the weekends sleep, no joke, 10 to 15 hours a day. So I would literally sleep my weekend away to the point where both my husband and my mom knew that if I didn't wake up by one o'clock, that they had to physically, whoever was in the house, they had to come and wake me up. And I've had this pattern of where I could sleep 10, 15 hours a day since I was a child. So it's not something that would only happen if I was sick. But I also noticed the pattern that it actually only happened um, a, if I was sick, which makes sense, or if I was not getting enough sleep during the rest of the week. So because I was like, okay, well, I'd like to not sleep my weekends away. I'd like to wake up before lunchtime and be able to spend time with my family or read or do chores or do laundry and not always feel rushed on the weekends. Because again, I'm not sleeping 15 hours a day. Um, I started working on going to bed consistently and seeing what was my magical threshold. So to that point, when I asked you just a couple, you know, maybe a minute ago to track your sleep, this is the logic and thought process behind it. I'm wanting you to see how to get enough sleep because you're going to see what that actually looks like in impact, what that looks like in, um, you know, action. So if I get less than seven hours of sleep on average, um, on the weekends, I'll probably sleep about 10 hours instead of, uh, you know, 15. So it's better. But if I get closer to seven and a half, eight hours of sleep on average a night, then on the weekends, I can sleep eight hours, maybe nine at most, and my body will naturally wake me up. So getting all of this sleep, and I'm not trying to talk about my sleep patterns just to talk about them. The whole point of this is I'm trying to give your body enough time to rest so that you can handle whatever is given to you. So whether you're in a crisis again, or you're dealing with Corona, or you're under high pressure, or maybe you are an essential worker right now, because technically, uh, Ben and I are essential workers right now. So our anxiety is honestly through the roof half the time. I've had people, you know, be dicks and sneeze on me and cough near me and not wipe their hands. And we're constantly wiping everything after them. So it's been very, very stressful. And I'm not going to have those great ideas if I'm tired. I'm not going to be nice and friendly and courteous if I'm tired. I'm not going to go through my work at a normal, consistent pace if I'm tired. It's going to take me twice as long. I might miss something. So there's all of these... Um, things that could happen because I don't have enough sleep. And on top of that, that's just stuff that would happen if you don't have enough sleep anyway. But on top of that, then you're dealing with all the stress in your body and your body is not having enough time to recover from the stress. So that's why I'm trying 
I promise I'm not trying to harp on sleep, but I want you to understand that sleep is probably one of the things that has the most impact outside of drinking enough water because your body needs enough water to actually do the things that it needs to. So for example, to get waste out of your body, not just to go to the bathroom, but I'm talking cellular waste that needs water to happen. Your brain needs water to function, to send the proper amount of neurons to its each side of the brain. Um, your heart needs enough water. Uh, it's almost like a little bit of an electrical current in your body to where it can help um, things get from point A to point B. So outside of water, sleep is one of the most underrated things that people don't consider when they're under a stressful event. Um, and if that means you need to take like a melatonin or maybe you need to go see a doctor and you need to get a prescription for something, I definitely recommend that only because I don't care how you get the sleep. I don't care what you have to do. Figure out how to get more sleep. And to that point, start tracking to see what your body is needing um, so that if you know, okay, well, maybe one night I have to only get six hours, but I can make up for it, you know, the other three nights, then you know what you actually need and you're not just, you know, spitting in the wind. Um, so the next thing that I wanted to talk about was the vitamins that I'm helping I'm taking to help keep my, keep my immune system strong. So as you heard, I'm a big proponent of vitamin C, um, but because I have really long, thick hair and I like having long, thick hair and I like having really strong nails, um, I've been taking prenatals for probably, I don't know, 15 years at this point. So I like to combine a higher dose of vitamin C, especially under stress, um, a higher dose of vitamin C with my prenatals. Um, I take a calcium supplement because it has uh, magnesium in it, which magnesium for women is very, very good. It's something that we don't get enough, especially in our diet. Um, and then again, I occasionally will take a, um, uh, melatonin, but the last thing I normally take to round it out is a, uh, fish oil. So I like to take all of those things. I may go a little bit heavier on the vitamins if it's a stressful time, AKA a Corona or a catastrophic event. Um, but I may go heavier on them during that time frame. But outside of that, for the most part, that's kind of my daily routine. And then during Corona, what I've been doing is I've just been wanting an, one and a halfing my vitamins, for lack of a better word. So all of this stuff that I'm already taking is really, really good for me. It's helping my immune system stay strong. Um, <laughs> but to that point, I'm needing more, I'm needing, uh, more vitamin C. So where I would maybe take a vitamin C every couple of days, I'm now taking it every day or maybe even twice a day. If I feel it's going to be a very busy day and I need the energy. Um, and the other thing I've been doing is trying to focus on my probiotics. So I added in a probiotic, um, because again, your, your immune system is coming from your gut health. And if your gut health isn't good, AKA if you eat too much sugar, drink too much coffee, um, drink too much alcohol, things like that, you're actually uh, breaking down the good gut bacteria and you're imbalancing the good from the bad because technically we need both. If you don't know this already, you need both good bacteria and bad bacteria in your stomach, but you have to have it in the proper alignment so that everything can function. So if you're not, I, you know, like I said, I recommend taking a probiotic as well, just because it's going to keep your immune system strong. It's going to keep your gut very strong. Um, and healthy, you're going to be able to go to the bathroom more consistently, which means you're getting all of the toxins and all of the things that shouldn't be in your body, you're getting them out appropriately. So that's one of the things I've been doing to just kind of be restorative in this time and in this process. And the last thing I've been doing is focusing and getting a lot more clear on the activities I'm doing to flush out anxiety from my body. 
So what does that mean? That means that I am mixing it up between yoga or some type of Pilates or something that's a very calm stretching type of activity and I'm mix, mixing it up with um, a very strenuous activity. So um, in the past, I used to be a person that loved going to the gym. I would go to the gym three, four times a week. Um, as I've gotten older, it just doesn't call to me anymore. Um, this time last year, I was doing a boxing class just because that's what called to me. So I'm not one of those people that has to have a rigid workout routine. I kind of noticed over time and as I've gotten older that if I have a routine that just soothes my soul, for lack of a better word, I'll actually stick with it more than if I follow something just because I should. Um, I don't do things that I should just because I should. I do things that have a purpose and a meaning and a reason behind it. Um, so because of where we live and because of the size of the property we're on, um, in the past, we didn't have uh, a 10 acre property. In the past we had, I mean, God, I think it was like 0.33. It was the average normal size suburban teeny tiny backyard with one massive tree in it. Um, so had I been living in that house during this time frame. Or what I used to do when we lived in that house, um, we would go ahead, because we owned the home, we would go ahead and focus on maintaining the house. So during a stressful time, whether it was catastrophic, because obviously this is the first and only corona, um, but during a catastrophic time, I would focus on trimming the gardenia bushes, which mine were about seven feet tall and they were massive. So that was a lot of work. So I would trim the gardenia bushes, I would cut the grass, I would edge the yard, I would clean up the fence. I would trim trees. I would rake. So I'm doing all of these things that are very physical. Um, to me, they're very calming and soothing, but they're still very physical. And if I had any anxiety or aggression or stress, I would try and take it out while I was cutting. So say I'm cutting the gardenia bushes. If I was stressed out, I would angrily cut the gardenia bushes to get it out of my system. And I would meditate, for lack of a better word, or focus on the thought of all of the stress is coming out of me and it, I could physically like visualize it coming out of my arms and coming out of my body period. Um, or maybe another thing I used to do um, when I was at work, this one I still do to this day. Um, if I have a chance where I can do a five, 10 minute walk, um, I will focus on my breathing while I'm walking. I won't listen to a podcast. I won't listen to an audiobook. I won't do anything except for walk and I will breathe. But I always have visualized the way to calm my body down was I was breathing in this golden light that just cleared everything up and healed me. And then I would breathe out this smog that was taking all of the anxiety, stress and, um, damage out of my body. And it was something that I would use to calm myself down because I've struggled with anxiety attacks at work for years now. So sometimes that was the only thing I could do. And to be honest, if I needed to, sometimes I would go hide in the bathroom, breathe for two minutes, focus on golden, clean, calming light coming in and focus on all of this smog, stress and anxiety coming out. And then if I was really getting into it and I had the amount of time, I would focus on doing that. And then I would focus on, okay, well, where is there stuck 
uh, energy in my body? Where is there stuck anxiety? So maybe it got stuck on my feet. So I would focus on doing a massive deep breath, taking all that golden light and forcing it into my feet and then pulling all of that smog, smoke and stress out of my feet and pushing it out of my air, my lungs. So it may sound a little woo-woo-y, but it was one of those things that used to help me calm down. It would help my anxiety so that I could go back and I could focus. So same concept. I'm still doing a variation of that today. So now that we have the 10 acre property, what we're doing is we're focusing on clearing the property instead of sitting back and watching the news. Cause the last time I watched the news, I cried for about 20 minutes for all the people that are uh, dying right now. And they're dying by themselves. I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. I just started bawling. Um, so I try and be informed with the news. I listen to different news sources now that just tell me the facts and then I shut it off because I can't handle anything more than that. Um, but what I've been doing is I've been focusing again on yoga or maybe walking. Um, I've done a lot more walking with my dogs, um, which they are happy for it. Um, it's good exercise. It gets everything moving and flowing. And the other thing we've been focusing on is on the weekends, clearing up the property. The property we bought has a bunch of, a bunch is an understatement, but a bunch of tree overgrowth. Um, and bramble overgrowth. So it's been very uh, rewarding to go ahead and help be a part of that team, for lack of a better word, that's cutting things back and clearing things up and making it so that it is how it should be, that the trees aren't starving, that my plants aren't starving, and that, you know, the bramble is going away because it's, you know, not choking everything anymore. So little things like that, uh, where you have two different types of exercises, one that really can get the aggression out of you and get the anxiety out of you, and one that's going to be restorative and help calm you down. Those are the things I really use as a go-to when I'm under a pandemic or a catastrophic event. Um, so to wrap all of this up, I didn't want this to be a crazy long podcast. I know that everyone is going through some stuff right now. Again, I'm an essential worker. So once I'm done recording this, I have to go get ready and then go to work. So I didn't want to have some crazy long podcast and harp on you. I wanted this to be helpful for you. So with that being said, if there's something else that you're recognizing that you need, I would go ahead and see about focusing on it. Um, so some people need something extra. Maybe you're a swimmer and you need to swim a little bit more often. Maybe you're more of an extrovert. And right now, because you can't go out with your friends, it's really, really painful. So maybe that means you need to go and do more Facebook chats or, uh, FaceTimes or whatever it is, Zoom videos. Um, my dad actually, which is kind of interesting. My dad has been doing a group family Zoom video with all of his cousins throughout the country, which he's never done before. Um, during the pandemic, just because all of them are trying to make sure that everyone's feeling supported. Instead, in the past, they would text or they would email back and forth or they would call, but they never did a group video. So all of us need something a little bit different. I am a more introverted person, um, which I think is always hilarious because I like to get in front of a mic. But as an introvert, I need more quiet and more peaceful time. So I like to lean a little bit heavier on the meditation, on the walking, on the yoga, on the solid solitary acts so that I can feel restored, so that I can go back into this strong. Um, so of course, I have some journal prompts for you um, so that you could use this to kind of gauge where you're at and where you're lacking and where you want to kind of strengthen that area of your life. So the first journal prompt is, how many hours of sleep am I getting? Is it enough? 
And what's a magical number that helps me feel the most rested? So again, I don't want you, just because I need a lot of sleep doesn't mean you necessarily need a lot of sleep. But I always want to ask, is the amount of sleep you're getting, is it actually enough? And if it's not, what's that number you need to actually focus towards? Um, the next journal prompt is going to be, do you need to up your vitamin? Do I need to up my vitamin game? Am I taking enough vitamin C and am I taking enough probiotics? And the other thing too would be, how can I fit more fruits and veggies into my day? So does that mean more smoothies? Does that mean uh, more veggies in your casseroles, like what we do here? Does that mean having a nightly snack of peaches or fruit or something just to get more fruits and veggies into your system because that makes a big difference? Um, and then the last journal prompt would be, what are you doing? What, what are you going to be doing? I'm sorry. What are your go-to exercises that release stress? What are your go-to exercises that calm you down? So for me right now in this time and phrase of phase of my life, releasing stress is working on the property. So clearing brush, clearing bramble, cutting trees, cutting weeds. Don't ask me why, but that's been working. Um, and then my go-to calming exercise has been walking for the most part. Um, yoga sometimes, but 90% of the time it's walking. So find out what those things are and I would mix it up. Some days go do something that releases the stress that way. Other days go do something that calms you down. I don't want you to over-focus on one or the other. A lot of this, when you're trying to rest your immune system and rest everything during a pandemic or a catastrophic event, is about balance. It's not about um, obsession. So everything that I talked about, look at it in the art of balance, look at it in the art of bringing you back to center, bringing you to a calm, restorative place, not a place where you're focusing on it so you can escape from something else and not on a place that you are using it to stress your body out even more. Because the whole point is to actually calm your body down and not stress it out. I want to say farewell and I miss you guys and I'm so grateful that you listened to this podcast and, you know, here's to writing out the Corona event together and here's, you know, a little prayer for all the people that are struggling and suffering right now. Um, my heart goes out to you. Have a good one. Bye guys. Have a burning question for me? Want that link I was talking about? Get access to all the resources and links that were mentioned in this episode and others over at margaretstevens.co. And if you haven't, don't forget to sign up for my VIP list where I share special bonuses, pre-launch coupon codes, and advice I don't share anywhere else. Thanks for listening.